There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy hump day. It is Wednesday. Theo is here. We have Dear Toasters. It is the most Wednesday Wednesday that ever Wednesdayed. Is it though? Because we took off Monday, so it's a Tuesday Wednesday, but I woke up today thinking it was Thursday. Yeah. So we got a problem. Yeah, I'm back to that part of quarantine where like I don't know what day it is. I don't really care as long as it's not Monday. Yeah. I don't I don't know. I don't care. Theo's here to celebrate hump day. Of course he is, because he is our hump mascot. He's the crunchy angel humper. Before we dive in, must issue a correction from yesterday's show. I was hoaxed, you guys. She was hoaxed. I hate when people do this. So as I shared that BBC News accidentally published a July 11th article saying Ghislaine Maxwell was moved to ICU for coronavirus complications. That was a hoax. Like someone on 4chan started it. And I just... They didn't, I don't think they started it to be a hoax. I think they made... Like it was like a funny meme. Like this is what's coming, guys. Oh, well... And people took it at face value. You know, I feel like Americans already have a hard time trusting the media and these hoaxes just don't help yeah and I fell prey to the hoax I'm sorry for spreading misinformation it is not the first time that has happened here and it most certainly won't be the last but I must issue a correction it was not real um and that's really upsetting because the conspiracy theory that I have in my brain like something like that would happen yeah but you know what it's actually positive news because it allows us to um believe in the system a little bit more for and now. Like not just believe that like it, it's not going to happen for us right so i'm going back to my faith in the system that justice potentially 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 might be served potentially is when something is pertinent perhaps. and potential and it perhaps could right. happen so sorry about that you guys my mistake um but other than that, happy Wednesday, everyone. Hope everyone had a fabulous day yesterday. We had a fabulous evening. We had a fabulous evening celebrating, celebrating. Olivia's birthday. You know, quarantine birthdays are kind of depressing, but something about being um, at Olivia's little dinner last night was not depressing at all because... No. It was the power of the fresh Kayla. And I don't think we would have done anything even if Olivia... We weren't in quarantine because Olivia's a new mom and she just wanted to be with Preschella. And we got to be with Preschella. And honestly, I think that like last night... Um, like cemented a new bond in my relationship with Michaela. Like she was living for me. Yeah, she was living for you. When you left, she was living for Zach. Was she? Yeah, it was really sweet. And so it was just such a great night. And now we're, it's the road to your birthday. I know. Um, this is just so depressing, honestly, because I had so many plans for my birthday and I was like laughing, scoffing at other people who had quarantine birthdays. And I'm like, that's not going to be me in July. And the joke is on me because here I am. I guess like technically with all the phases, like I could have like a small get together. But one, I'm not really interested in doing that. Two, uh, nobody I know is in the city. And three, like it would just be too sad. I'm really an all or nothing birthday kind of gal. I understand. I'm not like a middle 
middle kind of gal. So it'll just be a small dinner at home. But whatever. I'm, I'm like over it. I'm that's, 26. Those are my favorite kind of birthdays. And that's like, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting to see if we're still in quarantine for my birthday. I mean, that's fucking depressing. Jackie's birthday's in November. Yes, you should know. I mean, it might be second wave season by then. Who knows? Who the hell knows? Not me. Not me. We're I don't just know. Taking it one day at a time here at the morning toast. One day at a time. So aside from that, it was a great day. Um, lots to discuss today. Not as much as yesterday. There was so much to discuss. So much news yesterday. Um, I hope everyone headed over to our Instagram at the Morning Toast and saw those fabulous pictures of Morgan McGraw and Jordan McGraw's new house, ten million dollars bought by Daddy Phil. Daddy Phil. Yeah. Um, and like, I just, I keep thinking about her life there and I like dream about it for her and I'm just so excited about it. So excited about it. Um, should we get right into it? We have a lot to cover today. We have Dear Toasters. We have Dear Toasters, which is of course our advice segment. So if you guys want to write in, you can email deartoasters at gmail.com. We always keep it anonymous and you can really write in about anything. We got some weird ones today. Um, and I love Wednesdays and I love Dear Toasters so much. Me too. But before we do that, we have to get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Thank you, Jackie. That's beautiful. My morning burp at the end there. Here's your daily reminder to check out my comedy special, Disgraced Queen, available on Amazon, iTunes, um, Google Play. There's really no excuse. It's on all the platforms, both audio and video. Check it out. Let me know what you think. Thanks. Speaking of comedy, first story, Charlemagne the God inks a deal with Comedy Central for a talk show. New York radio superstar Charlemagne the God has inked a deal with Comedy Central to make his own talk show, Vulture Reports. The news comes amid speculation that he won't re-up his contract for 105.1's The Breakfast Club when it ends at the end of the year. Quite interessant. Back in March, a source told Page Six, there are a lot of potential deals in the air, and he just wants to keep his options open and think strategically. The weekly half-hour talk show could air as soon as November. I mean, I don't know why you can't do a weekly talk show for a half-hour and then also a radio show, but I'm assuming it has something to do with contractual obligations. Uh Uh-huh. and is is the Breakfast Club a New York show or it's like a national show? It's nationally syndicated. It's serious or oh, it's it, iHeartRadio. It's iHeartRadio. Um, this is so crazy because I feel like so many people like this would be like Howard Stern. Like he's a part of people's days routines. He's been on the Breakfast Club forever. But I do think like Charlemagne is on to bigger and better things. Yeah, the way they're positioning this sounds kind of like a late night talk show, mm-hmm. and I think Charlemagne would be fabulous at that. I hope he starts it once a week and goes up to five. Five nights a week if things go well. I think this is really exciting and I, I absolutely love Charlemagne. Yeah. So I'd I, love to hear some good news. I'm not in love with the Comedy Central selection um, because that's just like a random network and I honestly don't know if many people really watch Comedy Central anymore. It's not really what it used to be. But um, Did you ever watch Comedy Central? Literally never in my life. Actually, I watched some of the roasts, which are pretty I fabulous. I watched the Amy Schumer show. Oh, Inside so Amy good. Schumer. Yeah. So good. I just feel like, what's on Comedy Central now? Like, what do people go there to watch? Trevor, Trevor Noah. Noah. Yeah, Thank you. I, I thought maybe. So, well, oh, actually, so, the, so. I, yeah, the Trevor Noah vibe actually is perfect for Charlemagne. I could see them both, like, doing funny talk shows. But it just seems random. I, I don't think it's random. He's a comedy guy. Comedy Central's clearly, you know, making moves. And I think it's it's... A good, it's a good place to be. Where did you first learn about Charlemagne the God? On Guy Code. Of yes, course. me too. Yeah, of course. I, was that like for him his launching pad or just no, for us? I think probably for us. Yeah, that was a great show. Such a good show. They need to bring that back. Yeah, Girl Code and Guy Code. And honestly, Girl Code really launched a lot of stars. Carly Aquilino. 
Nicole Byer. Nicole Byer, Nessa. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Fabulous. Um, some other exciting news. Bethany Frankel just launched her self-made mogul podcast called Just B. Um, Bethany Frankel posted her Instagram yesterday that she is starting a podcast called Just Be. She has teamed with Endeavor Content for the podcast. It's devoted to being a self-made mogul in business, lifestyle, and beyond. I want to read what she posted yesterday because it honestly sounded really interesting like yeah. a good ass podcast I love this move for Bethany I love this move she said this just in the bee is back and I'm going to mention it all on my new podcast coming soon just be with Bethany Frankel will be an unfiltered polarizing conversation with self-made moguls who have started from the bottom and are here these fearless game changers will engage in interesting conversations about the unconventional journey to success guests include entrepreneur Mark Cuban newly named C- Netflix CMO Bazoma St. John entrepreneur Gary Vaynerchuk, etc. We are in the mo- we are in a moment in time where people are afraid to express themselves and only present filtered or watered down versions of the truth. If this is what you're interested in, then this podcast is not for you. I'm going to hold her to that because yeah. like it's so much easier said than done, Bethany. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get in some trouble. I may say something inappropriate or politically incorrect, but I am always open to being educated. Good luck with that, Bethany. This Have fun. Will- <laughs> <laughs> this will be an honest place for a real conversation. If you can't handle the truth, you can't handle this podcast. You can't handle the truth. I mean, I love this. I feel like everyone with a podcast sets out with this mentality, like unfiltered, say whatever you want. And then you get like literally so much backlash that like it cripples your life and your self-worth and you just do and say what other people want you to say because it's the easier thing to do. Um, But I implore you to do that, Bethany. Good luck. Um, I'm just a little disappointed in just be. I'm not like living for the name and it really should have been mentioned at all. I think, okay, mention it all obviously is an amazing name for a housewife podcast but that's not what this is and I think she's trying to move away from that which I get yes but honestly it would have been just an iconic nod to her past while walking into her future but then it's going to be the thing that's always mentioned with her and it's it's going I understand why why it's not it but what's always made her so fabulous is her ability to be on Shark Tank and the Real Housewives like it's this the two stratospheres that she straddled she's no longer on the Real Housewives so I know but that's where everyone knows her from I I just would have appreciated a little bit more of a creative name if she were a housewife who was done on Housewives and was going to start a podcast, like, because that's what you do next, she could call it mention it all. But, like, this is something completely different. No, but what she just described is people mentioning it all. Like, it's right. literally a perfect name. No, it, it's, like, a great tagline. Maybe they'll have, like, a segment or something. But I think she needed, like, a more elevated business name. If this is really going to... If, like, Mark Cuban's going on... And this is really going to be the business podcast to the stars. I just think it was a missed iconic opportunity that's well, all no, she obviously she saw the opportunity and she she went around it because she missed. used it in her caption missed you guys no and just be like it's just meh just be I like it well I will I will be listening just to make sure she's you know got her re- levels right and really being unfiltered you know no I think this is a great idea I think she's a born podcaster I agree um as per usual we always welcome everyone into the space with open arms yes please Bethany come on the so show. excited to have you especially when I feel as though it's a person who was made for this medium yeah and it just feels good to like I feel like when you're a podcaster when a huge like stars or people you really respect join the podcasting world it just kind of um like reinforces like that what we're doing is cool you know yeah it solidifies the space 
For sure. And makes it legit. Yeah, but we were making it legit. Hey, I'm really excited about this. I think this is a great next venture for her. Did that show ever come out? She No, not yet. Was it HBO Max? I think so. She had inked a, a new show with Mark Burnett. It was like a, a it, Shark Tank type. It was like Project Runway for Entrepreneurs. Yeah. Right? I don't think it ever came out. No. I mean, Did you ever subscribe to HBO Max? Everything's on pause. Um, did I ever subscribe to HBO Max? Depends if I went to watch something and it was only available. Yeah, I think I did. I think I have it. Yeah? I don't think I've watched anything yet. But I, I'm I heard, ready for Gary Gennetti's show. Me too. I heard that the launch was successful, but I don't know anyone who's really like using it or talking about any of the original programming. But according to you know statistics, they say that it was a great launch. Here's what happened. It, the HBO Now app, and you know what? They're so messy over there, and they're clearly cleaning up, but yeah. the I used to have HBO Go and HBO Now. I never know which one did the thing I needed to do. I'd always try both, but yep. I always had both. Literally same. HBO Now turned into HBO Max, so it's already on my TV. Oh. If I click it, I might have to make a login of some sort. There's HBO On Demand, HBO Go, HBO Now, no. HBO Max. Like, it's so confusing. Okay, now I think is gone okay goodbye good riddance goodbye kyle like it never did anything in the first place agreed there's an hbo app hbo yeah. period i i believe HBO i believe that i have it hbo question mark you know hbo exclamation point um yeah no but I, it's clear that they're getting their shit together and i will be watching hbo max when the programming i've been waiting for comes out which is the gary Gennetti show which is a cartoon based off of prince george which is just going to be so fabulous even so so fabulous the trailer they released for it which was just like a minute was so entertaining that's the type of content that's the type of ingenuity we need at these big networks like some genius who said let's work with gary Gennetti on a cartoon about prince george that is the type of thinking we need in this in this current climate i i agree i totally agree and then bethany's show but she's not really going to be on camera that much so we'll see how i feel about it but anyways Another podcast to add to our repertoire. The repertoire. I am a little offended she didn't go with Toast News Network, but it was such a tough call at the end. And, you know, I trust Bethany. She had to do what was right for her business, and I totally respect and understand that. But just know you always have a home here at Toast News Network, Bethany Frankel. I heard she was just, like, fielding offers left and right, and TNN came really close, allegedly. But it just, it wasn't, it didn't pan out. We are also 100% kidding for those who may be not understanding our humor. For those who are ready to email Bethany. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was funny. (laughs) Love that. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I have something to say. Do you? Yeah. Is that okay? You think now is the time? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. I've been wanting to get this off my chest for a while, and I've always said that um, I'm going to be open and honest and transparent on this show, and today is no different. So um, having said that, I have an announcement. Okay. Today's episode is brought to you by Honey. We all shop online, and we've all seen that promo code field taunt us at checkout. But thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey is the free browser extension that helps find promo codes for you and automatically applies them to your cart at checkout. How it works is so simple. It's a browser extension. I've had it long before they sponsored this show. A lot of toasters told me about it, and it's literally the most life-changing, easy thing. You don't even have to click. Like, they do it for you. Um, so basically, you're shopping at one of your favorite websites. Um, I can use it on Revolve, Ulta, like every website you've ever imagined. Um, When you check out, the Honey button drops down and all you have to do is click Apply Coupons. You wait a few seconds as Honey scans its database of all the working coupons for that site and then you just watch the price drop. So easy, so simple. I've saved so much money on Honey, literally from makeup, clothing, 
athleisure yes i have biker shorts um it's the, just the most fabulous uh application and it's so easy to install and so easy to use and like it's literally free money there's there's literally no negative so if you're not using it um what is you doing there's no downside i use honey for every single site that i shop some sites have just like fabulous honey integration mm-hmm. and it's just a wonderful place to be honey is everything of the sort and if you're shopping online and you're not shopping with honey like you are wasting money you honey. are nothing of the sort Honey has found its over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings, and they support over 30,000 stores online. So some of the places you could use it, Forever 21, Walmart, DoorDash, Lululemon, like all the places. If you don't already have Honey, you could be missing out on free money. It's free to install and installs in just a few seconds. By getting it, you'll be doing yourself a solid and supporting our podcast. If you go to Get Honey for Free, joinhoney.com slash toast so if you want to support our podcast and doing yourself a solid go to joinhoney.com slash toast joinhoney.com slash toast to get honey for free you have to go to join j-o-i-n honey.com slash toast that's joinhoney.com slash toast thank you honey love i can't wait to joinhoney.com slash toast Okay, next story. The kids are not all right. Hmm. There is some major TikTok drama <sighs> brewing, and we're going to try and get to the bottom of it. The kids are not all right. You, you, that's the name of today's episode. They are so unwell. I've been seeing some of the craziest, and I guess, I guess for me it feels so crazy, but it's kind of the equivalent, like for for teenagers who like look up to these kids and like these are their biggest celebrities it's very similar to the hills so like i'm really shocked that these kids are getting paparazzi but it's actually not that shocking you know it's just like a different it's really a different generation yeah it's a different generation they have different like ways of spilling the tea Mm -hmm. and here's the tea tiktok's nessa barrett denounces slut shaming amid charlie d'amelio and chase hudson drama Drama has erupted among some of TikTok's biggest names. According to 17, fans began real... Like, you know, I think this is the first time we've ever reported on something from 17. Yeah. According to 17, fans began realizing on Monday that several stars from the platform had unfollowed each other on Instagram. That included, included Josh Richards, Bryce Hall, and more former and current Sway House members unfollowing Chase Hudson, a.k.a. Lil Huddy. Then Hudson's ex-girlfriend, Charlie D'Amelio, you guys know her, waded into the drama, seemingly lashing out at him in a tweet that read, I hope she was worth it, smiley. Dead. This is so like music video. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just so all, like so contrived and like so high school. The tweet has been deleted. But that makes sense considering these are high schoolers. Yeah. But a TikTok fan account, the TikTok room, captured a screenshot. According to the account, D'Amelio also deleted all of her Instagram pictures with Lil Huddy. Hudson, aka Little Huddy, in a since deleted tweet claiming that all of this drama is going on because I kissed Nessa when we were both single. As fans know, Nessa is Richards's ex girlfriend, and Hudson is rumored to have sent her an inappropriate photo while dating D'Amelio, <gasps> which he denied. Then D'Amelio replied, quote, Then you shouldn't have come to my house after without telling me. Then Hudson decided to air out more drama for the TikTok community in a lengthy tweet he later deleted, prompting a scathing response from Charlie. She said, stop deflecting your actions onto others because you can't take responsibility, Chase. Want me to talk, to, want me to talk about how you treated me throughout our relationship or do you just want to continue to play the victim, she wrote. Guys, this is... <laughs> Honestly, like, I never say this, but, like, this is too much. Like, I'm overwhelmed with information. I'm pretty sure I follow what's going on. But in case you can't follow, all you really need to know is that these young group of kids, like, some of them are dating, some of them are hooking up, and there's some drama. And there was just, like, a kiss that sent the world 
a flame. And this girl, Nessa, is like not really, she's not a part of the high pass and she's not really as popular as the other girls. Like I'm surprised she even got to hang out with this crew. And to be honest, the only stuff I've really heard about her um, is very negative. So I'm like shocked that she's even included in this conversation. And to me, like this is a lesson for a young burgeoning Charlie D'Amelio. Like you hang out with trash, like you start to smell. Like I, this is like Charlie D'Amelio was at the Super Bowl. She met JLo. She's one of the biggest stars in the world right now. Like, what is she doing getting involved with Lil Hootie? Like, he is the definition of nothing of the sort. And look what happened. Like, you'd lie with dogs, you get fleas. The hype house is nothing of the sort. Nothing of the sort. I'm it's team, so trashy. I'm team Sway House. I'm team D'Amelio and Addison who live at home with their parents like normal 17-year-olds. Like, I'm team stability. Yeah. I'm, I'm house stability. I, I agree. So this is just... Uh, like, I don't really feel the need to get into, like, the inner workings like he kissed Nessa. To be honest, like, Charlie D'Amelio is better than this. And she shouldn't really have ever been with Chase just on a looks level. Know, but, like, she can't help how she felt. On a looks level, it's not really equal. And just on a personality star level, it's not equal either. So this is a lesson. Like, you are who you hang out with. You are who you associate with. And Charlie is now being, like, dragged through this, like, trashy, tacky-ass drama where, like, the Hype House kids are literally calling paparazzi to their garage and, like, filming fake fights. It's so fake. It's so stupid. I can't. Like, Charlie's so much better than this like justice for charlie also little huddy tweeted this um yes statement statement like spilling in the tea about everyone else about how anthony got with sophia a week after we broke up on tour how jaden actively tried to hook up with <laughs> dixie at our jaden actively tried to hook up with dixie at our house on the fourth of july in front of me while she was dating griffin so i think that dixie is still dating griffin and i kind of ship like i'm really actually slowly turning into a dixie d'amelio stan after just thinking she was like dead weight in the d'amelio family she's not that song is fucking good slaps it's good because honestly sometimes i don't want to be happy but do you know while jaden was actively trying to hook up with dixie on the fourth of july uh, even though she was dating Griffin, Griffin cheated on Dixie <gasps> with Taylor's ex, Kaylin, and Bryce's ex, Elle. Oh my God, this is so fucking messy, you guys. Like, I'm I'm not even going to spend my time trying to trace, like, who's who, but it is my understanding that, like, I don't know. I can't tell if this is, like, a genius marketing move because everyone's talking about this. Like, literally, old, young, everyone is talking about this. People who don't get it, people who get it. And it's really... I imagine for like the 16 year olds who like these are their favorite celebrities. This is such an exciting time. This is like the best episode of the Hills ever. But for an adult, like I'm seeing, I'm seeing it's into just like sad. Why are all these people cheating on each other? Totally. This is what happens when like really young kids from the middle of nowhere just like rise to fame. You know, they like lose all sense of self. It's so sad. Also, this this is really sad, like crazy. He said the only person who has a right to be upset with me is Charlie, and I'm sorry I hurt her. We broke up, and I messed up by kissing Nessa. I'm not sorry to Josh. We are not boys, and we haven't been boys since he lied to Charlie saying I had, I had an STD six months ago trying to get her to stop seeing me. I'm not going to let these hypocrites try and ruin my life without their lives being out on the internet too. Yeah, no, but he then fucking he brought everyone down with him. That. So what's the point? Like screenshots live forever. So don't, if you're going to go out and say something crazy, like you need to stand by it because screenshots exist forever. Otherwise it makes me think that it's you're untrue. Lying. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So... This is so crazy, y'all. Like, I truly can't even comprehend really all the intricacies. But all you need to know is that it's crazy. And justice for Charlie, in my opinion. Yeah. The, and the ones who, like, we love, Charlie, Addison, mm -hmm. they're, they're all right. They're good girls. I actually feel like they are, like, decent role models. I agree. I think that they're not the worst people for, you know, young girls to look up to. They're... 
they don't get Botox. They're like normal looking girls and they're like nice and they live and with their parents. They're just like having fun and dancing. Yeah, I, I can't, I feel like we really need to separate like the trash in, in terms of the, the TikTok crew. We need to take out the trash. Yeah, I agree. So that's what's up with the kids. Yeah, in case you need something to talk to your like younger sibling or daughter about at dinner tonight, tell them about the Sway House drama. Yeah, tell them that you stand with Charlie. Yeah, and that, you know, when you hang out with trash, you start to smell. Yeah. It's honestly a, an important lesson for young people. That's a good lesson, lesson for the children. Yeah. I you agree. are who you associate with. And you lay with dogs. Yeah, please. Scratch, scratch. Ooh, eek, eek. Okay, next story. Really um, tough news for Teddy Mellencamp and her husband, who are pushing forward after their daughter's diagnosis. So um, Teddy Mellencamp's husband opened up about their four-month-old daughter, Dove's upcoming neurosurgery. Teddy had shared um, with her social media that her daughter um, has, uh, her doctors caught her early diagnosis of lamboid craniosyntosis, which is a very rare type of non-syndromatic craniosyntosis and occurs when one of the lamboid sutures at the back of the head fuses before birth. So they're preparing for um, surgery and Edwin uh, wrote on his, um, sorry, Instagram that life is always going to punch you in the face. Teddy Mellencamp and I got some difficult news about our sweet baby girl. Dove was diagnosed with lamboid craniosynodosis and has to undergo neurosurgery at the end of the month. It happens every time, right when you're about to experience blessing and fulfillment in life, something comes along that threatens to bring you down. So true. He said that challenges can shape us into who we're meant to be or they can scare us into going back to who we used to be. Also so true. He said he feels the most tested when the people he loves are experiencing hardship. Mm -hmm. However, he's feeling stronger in his faith following Dove's diagnosis, explaining that more than ever, God has a plan. I'm going to get through this and stay the course, push forward with unwavering faith and focus on the things you can control. Don't quit. It's actually a beautifully written statement. Mm -hmm. Um, And this, you know, like brain surgery is so scary and it's so real and especially for a young child. And, you know, this I was having this conversation with Olivia last night because, you know, Teddy's a new mom, Olivia's a new mom. And it's like you see things on social media and it really makes you question like, Am I doing, like, this person's life is so perfect. They're, I, like, know. question everything that you're doing yourself. Yeah, and it's, like, it looks like everything's so great. And, you know, we say this all the time, and it's so true. It's, like, you really just never know what's going on in someone's life. And you really should never judge them because you just have no fucking idea. Um, and I think it's very brave that they're, you know, sharing because this is very personal. And, obviously, no one would falter if she wanted to keep this private. But <sighs> I just love Teddy Mellencamp, and I love her family. And I love how, like, they're so faith-based, you know? It's, yeah. like, everything they do is, like, rooted in their faith in God. It's really inspiring. It is really inspiring, and we'll all be thinking of her and praying for her and her yeah. little bebe. And and I love the name Dove. I love the name Dove as well. Beautiful, beautiful. Also very like biblical, almost spiritual. Yes. Um, fifth and final story: Mary Kay Letourneau has died of cancer at the age of fifty-eight. The ex-teacher was a controversial figure who gained national notoriety notoriety after being jailed for sexually abusing her student, then later marrying him. Mary Kay Letourneau, the controversial Washington Middle School teacher, has died of stage four cancer, people confirms. Was she in jail at the time of her death? No. She's been out for a little while. I would think so. Okay. Um, This is a tough story to report on because I respect the dead. I do. But I don't respect child predators. And this leaves me at a crossroads. Yeah. Because honestly, I wish her well. Bye. Yeah. Bye. She's like the 
She's like the go-to person. Yeah, she's an adjective now. Like, yes, you got Mary Kay Laterna. Like when there is a scandal involving usually a female teacher, but a teacher in general um, and a student, That's which is like such an abuse of power. And it's honestly so abhorrently disgusting. She is was really like the first one. And so now she becomes like she's the face of child predatorism. Yeah, she is. So I guess that's her legacy. It's just so weird when people like people like this die. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, what do you say? Yeah. I have nothing to say. I guess you just reflect on her life and her legacy and that is it. Just being like a teacher predator. um, Who also married her student. Right. Just crazy. No, it's crazy. It's just, I, bye. Bye. Um, Okay, so those are the five stories. And they were pretty fast. What? They were pretty fast. They were pretty fast. We always, we are always pretty fast here at the Morning Toast. And uh, Wednesday means Dear Toaster, so we are going to jump into our advice segment, which is truly my favorite part of the week. Again, email us, deartoasters at gmail.com. Let's dive in. Dear Jackie and Claudia, I I caught my boyfriend of two and a half years sexting an 18-year-old. I'm 25, he's 26. Let me start by saying that before all this went down, he was literally the perfect boyfriend. He treated me so well, and he really loved me. Everyone was shook when they found out what he was hiding. Here's where it gets weird. About six weeks ago, I received a DM from a family friend of my boyfriend's telling me that my boyfriend had been sexting with her 18-year-old daughter. She sent screenshots. I knew immediately it was true. I confronted him about it, and he admitted to it, but that's not all. He also admitted to meeting other random girls on online chat rooms where he would sext and exchange nudes and that he's been doing this throughout our entire relationship. Apparently, he has been doing this since he was a teenager. It's like a weird secret sexting fetish that I never knew about. And then he goes on to tell me that the same thing ended his last serious relationship. He claims to have never physically cheated on me, and I believe him, but the girl's age is really concerning to me. I know that she's 18, so it's technically legal, but it's like really fucking weird, right? It's weird. It's been six weeks since we... Six weeks, and we haven't seen each other, but we left things more on a break than a breakup. What do you think? Is sexting cheating? Would it be different if she wasn't fucking 18 years old? I sometimes think that if she were older, I wouldn't be as mad. Do I stay or do I go? Out. Get the fuck out of his face. I mean, all of the elements of this are concerning. Sexting is 100% cheating. There's there's a difference between like flirty rapport that could be concerning and just like blatant sexting like I want to put my penis in your vagina like that is totally cheating there's Mm -hmm. no doubt in my mind and yes the age is concerning I understand that it is like technically legal but it's still fucking weird it's beyond weird also so he has this addiction Mm -hmm. to sexting so it's like he can't help it and it's just who he is so what he's going to be doing this for the rest of his life he's going to be 50 years old sexting 18 year olds on the internet he's Mm -hmm. going to get himself on one of those TV shows on Nightline like you do not want to be associated with this person he needs to correct himself catch a predator like just because you like doing something and you're addicted to it doesn't mean that you can't stop doing it or that you shouldn't stop doing it like he needs to learn at some point in his life if he cares enough about your relationship now will be the time where he like realizes the error of his ways and that's on you to forgive him and see if you can move past it but like if he's going with this bullshit it's like I need it to live oh god what also the fact that it was covered up so well, because you said like the relationship was perfect before, means like he's a very good liar. And you just don't want to be with someone who is, has so much experience and is so good at covering things up and hiding parts of their lives because that's not what a true relationship is built on. So no. I'm really sorry, but this break is, is yeah. must be a breakup. This, he's, 
yeah no but sometimes like obviously to me i'm like this is so obvious like get the fuck out of there but when you're so in it sometimes you can't see out no, of it your own situation when the person that you're talking to is like normalizing it and being like look i know that it's weird okay, trust me i know they're gaslighting but you, you know what like this is who i am and they know they're kind of like trying to say face and trying to coax you into bringing that bringing you into their bucket of weird with them mm-hmm. and we're here to tell you that no get out of the bucket yeah. Because it's weird. Get out of the bucket. It's really fucking weird. Thank you for writing in. I hope I hope you got some clarity from that. I feel like that was actually good advice. Yeah. Um, next up, hijacking Claudia. First, I want to say I loved the special. It was truly everything and more. Thank you, guys. My comedy special is available on iTunes, Apple TV, and so many other platforms. It's called Disgrace Queen. I hope you enjoy it. I just need advice on what to do. My cousin hooked up with my best friend's boyfriend. I'm super close with my cousin and our family dynamic is definitely ride or die. I don't know if I should tell my friend or not. My friend is like a sister to me and was there for me when my grandpa died and has always had my back. I don't want to throw my cousin under the bus, but I feel like my friend deserves to know. Thanks in advance from a stressed out toaster. I mean, that's horrible, especially you're talking to two girls who are like family over everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of me like wants to tell you just to stay out of it but like having those types of secrets like those types of those those are the things that like eat you up inside you know yeah so I think I have a plan because you can't rat on your cousin you just can't be the snitch but your best friend does need to know if her man and also what sort of relationship is this like are they going to get engaged and do you think they'll get married like she needs to know you need to catch him in the if he's a cheater he'll cheat again and so you need to find the next person or the person before that he cheated with and tell your friend about that person not about the cousin or you can go directly to the source and tell the boyfriend I know and I'm going to tell but I'm going to give you the opportunity to do it and just hope he does it first like snitching and it will the boyfriend is then going to tell her oh I hooked up with so-and-so's cousin and then she's going to say wait why didn't you tell me that it was your cousin and then the cousin's going to be like wait why did you get in the middle here so you have to find someone else to pin it on you know what sorry I changed my mind I have such a better piece of Stay advice the hell out of it no definitely not Jersey Shore right in there. write a letter dear yeah. Sam when you went to bed Ron put his head between a cocktail waitress's breasts it's perfect yeah, no, JWoww walked so you could run. Speedy. It'll work out really well, just like it did in the Jersey Shore. It did work out well because you wanted. But you know what? This is where like cheating gets dicey because some girls like don't want to know. And that was like Sam. It's like everything in that letter was true, but like she was more fixated on who wrote it than what was actually detailed in the letter. Where it's like your boyfriend just cheated on you. Shouldn't you be mad at him instead of trying to figure out which girl in the house like tried to help you? So you know, I feel like reporting incidents of infidelity is a. It's a fruitless act. Like, it's just, it's a thankless it job. It is. It somehow becomes your, your fault. fault. When you're just trying to do the right thing and toe the line between being a good friend and a good cousin and a good humanitarian and being able to sleep with yourself at night, it is a thankless fucking job. Yeah, you're really just trying to be a good human- humanitarian. Yeah, and just do what's right. And people make it so difficult for you. And I feel for you, girlfriend. So, again, I don't know where we landed here. Um, My advice is to try to find someone else to pin it on. You might have to wait a little bit. Um, But if he is a cheater... Maybe because maybe like if the cousin was just the one time and there's a mistake and he's not going to do it again, maybe she doesn't need to know. But if he's a cheater, she needs to know. And so you can find another instance to share with her. Well, I have another I have another question. The cousin, did she know that this guy wasn't single? Like, did she know that this was her cousin's best friend's boyfriend? I'm going to say she didn't make it clear, but I'm going to say yes, because she's close with her cousin. Her cousin's close with the best friend. And so people have a way of of knowing each other. Now... Okay, I guess, so then the girl, the cousin just being upfront with the friend is not an option, right? No, because she's, I don't think she's interested in that. She 
And the cousin clearly. She's like, this is not my relationship. I don't want us to get me out of here. For sure. Okay, well. And I get that too. I hope we've given you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Next up, final one. Sorry, I can't speak. Hi, Jackie and Claudia. Love you gals. Thanks for keeping me entertained during quarantine. Anyways, I'd love your input on this situation. I have a best friend who I love so much, but when we go out to drink, specifically travel and go on group vacations, she turns into the exorcist. I've known her since we were kids and we relatively have the same large friend group that's been together since we were teens. That sounds so fun. So we're constantly doing activities and groups. Now we're in our 20s and 90% of the time when she's drinking a lot, she takes a turn and fucking loses her mind and embarrasses herself and then never wants to talk about it again when someone brings it up. Our friends now think this is a normal trait of hers and we all talk about it separately. When I tell you she loses her mind, she will just start yelling and trying to pick a fight with anyone in sight and looks nuts. For reference, she turns into Kelly Bensimone when she was on Scary Island and Real Housewives New York honestly it's very entertaining but I feel bad and I don't know how to address it I've tried talking to her before telling her not to drink as much but that didn't work anyways love you gals you're so skinny smart and beautiful xoxo girl who needs to give her friend an exorcism oh this is why I don't have friends y'all like it's just not worth a burden well clearly you're a fabulous friend if you're saying we're skinny smart and beautiful um so you're not in the wrong Clearly. Clearly. You obviously have like a really good head on your shoulders. Yeah. Because you see me for the beautiful woman that I am. And you obviously, no matter what advice we give you, like you're going to do the right thing and everything's <laughs> going to work out great because you are, have a great head on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, this is really tough because it's like, clearly your friend and alcohol do not mix well. She needs to stop drinking. Period. Period. It is not on any person to be responsible for getting someone else sober, mm-hmm. especially when that person isn't asking for help isn't looking for help doesn't think there's a problem not accepting help at this current junction junction in time um I think unfortunately she is just going to have to learn this the hard way and I think the only way that maybe you could have an impact on her is like when these things happen if she starts to feel like the consequences of her actions like sometimes someone says something when they're drunk and it's something you would ordinarily get mad at but you forgive it because they're drunk and they didn't mean it they don't even really have to apologize because we're all just going to move on but if she starts waking up the next day and it's like those issues are still there right um and she has to start to deal with some of her her drunk actions and her drunk self she might not be so cavalier about it capricious about drinking the way that she does right and it's clear that she has no self-awareness so I feel like it's on you guys to make her aware of herself and to be honest I feel like like you said some people need to learn the hard way and if she wakes up thinking that's that nothing's wrong like make her think that's like stop inviting her like like make there be like tangible consequences for her actions and maybe that'll open her up to be like wow I'm annoying like people don't like to hang out with me when I'm drunk like maybe I need to change something the fact that like she goes on these tirades and doesn't wake up with a pit like I just personally can't relate can't relate on any sort of human level the only thing that can really stop and make you think about like your drinking habits is that pit Mm -hmm. and the way you feel the next day and like just feeling like I would do anything not to feel this way or to take back what I said and if you don't have that then of course you're never gonna stop like so it's up to you to place that pit in her stomach I know but then you know at the end of the day like this is where I always land with our dear toasters it's like you know you're in your late 20s you're an independent woman like other people's problems like sometimes it's just not your fucking problem she's making it her problem right like, but you have to stop inviting her I think that's the yeah, solution here. I think that is the solution too. just be like last time on the trip like you said to Jenny x y and z and we just can't have that sort of energy when we're all drinking and we're all trying to have a good time and like right. just come up with like 
a list of things that she's done and I think she'll start to take it seriously but when there aren't consequences for your actions how are you even supposed to know that you messed up or that you're doing something wrong and if she's getting as drunk as you say she, she is she probably doesn't even remember yeah so it's on you to paint a picture for her. She probably thinks like we're all cool with it. Like everyone's getting drunk. We're all just forgiven the next everyone's day. Everyone's being as crazy as me. Yeah. I just like, I what must it be like to like drink, be insane and not have a pit about it in the morning? That is a level of insanity I cannot even relate to. I, I can't relate. No. But I honestly, like I'm jealous. You know, I, I live to be that carefree then, and like, obnoxious. I'm not jealous because now I know, like, because of that pit that I have in that self-awareness, like, my friends aren't writing into a podcast asking, how do we get me to stop drinking? No, like, this girl's desperate. Like, she, <laughs> like, she needs help. And I just think you really need to start, like, making it more obvious that you're all annoyed with her, that she's doing things that are unacceptable and that there should be consequences. And then like, you're also hurt by her actions because what kind of friend would want to hurt another friend? Like, it seems like during the regular daytime sobriety, she's, she's a good friend and she's she knows what's up. So I think trying to talk to that person and trying to make that person understand the, like what this person did could be helpful. Agreed. Hope that was helpful for you. And thank you to everyone who wrote into Dear Toasters. It is my favorite part of the week. So you can email us. Again, the email is deartoasters at gmail.com. We always keep it anonymous. Don't need to worry about that. You can change names if you want. But um, yeah, write us in and we'll hopefully talk about it on air and hopefully give some wise... Words of wisdom. Hopefully. Wise words of wisdom. Hopefully. That's our show. Anything else you want to talk about before we bezounce? Uh, no. I've been catching up on Real Housewives of Potomac, but we've been doing Housewives we've been, uh, for Patreon. We did one episode last month. We're doing another one this month of just like Housewives history. And um, so I'm going to share all my thoughts when we get to the Potomac segment of Smart. Housewives. Yeah. So again, our Patreon is patreon.com slash Toast for $7.99 a month. You get five extra episodes from Jackie and I, whether that's video, that's audio, vlogs, podcasts, anything you want. Then you also get access to the Toast After Dark Facebook group, which is the most fabulous Facebook group on planet Earth. Um, and you can also there request episodes that you want from us. We yes. always get a little more personal, get a little more specific, more we'll behind the scenes. Do like anything so if you guys want to see something specific from us join patreon join the group let us know what it is thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we go live monday through friday 10 30 a.m eastern time on youtube so if you're watching us on youtube please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up i need to change that because we no longer go live yeah all right let me try this <clears throat> thank you guys so much for listening to the morning toast the millennial morning show where we post videos on our youtube channel monday through friday sometime in the morning sometime before noon we're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found so at spotify itunes stitcher public radio iHeartRadio, Castbox, all the places wherever you listen to podcasts find us the morning toast and leave a five-star review about how beautiful stunning and smart we are we love you guys so very much we hope you have an amazing hump day and we will see you tomorrow for thursday's fabulous show bye